0: 2 2- and 1866775. You're listening to Ron Siegel's Home and Finance Radio Show, only on Financial News and Talk. Now live in studio, your host, local and national real estate expert and consumer advocate, Ron Siegel.
1: And hello again. Welcome to Ron Siegel Radio. This is the show with no real boundaries. As we discuss current events, financial markets, politics, sports, and even poking fun at the rest of the media. This is the show that connects the dots of confusion delivered by conflicting media reports. We connect the dots so you know the actions you can take, how your family or business can benefit from current events. Most of all, thank you for joining me. Within every market, there are solutions as well as tremendous opportunities. You just need some trusted guidance. That is my message, and I will be delivering it every day. We're a very focused show. We only chat about items that affect that roof over your head, your bank account, and anything i feel would benefit you but before we get into our intriguing content today please join me in welcoming our featured guest today first timer on ron siegel radio lucas smith the smith team at your home sold guaranteed realty welcome hey ron thanks for having me i appreciate it glad to have you with us and let me remind you if you have any home or finance related questions i am the consumer advocate looking out for you and you can reach out to me directly 800-306-1990, 800-306-1990, or Just remember, that's the number you call anytime for assistance. When you call that number, it comes directly to me. First, there are no operators standing by. I am it. Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. While I do have a great team, when it comes to developing a financing plan or plan to save you money, I personally work with you. Even if you don't have any needs today, save this number in your phone for future reference 800 800- As you know, every day on Ron Siegel Radio, we start the day with a celebration. There's always something to celebrate on Ron Siegel Radio today. You know something? This one kind of fits me in many, many different ways. And I don't know if they intended it this way. But today is National Curves Day. You know, and I got a round curve. I think round is a curve, isn't it? Just throw that out there. Be Bald and Free Day. Okay, I fit that one as well. Uh, I wish I could take my parents to lunch day. If your parents are still with us, take them out to lunch today. Today is National Take Your Parents to Lunch Day. National Bring Your Teddy Bear to Work Day. Ain't going there. National Emergency Nurses Day. Thank you, nurses. We appreciate you every single day. But you know something? Having beaten anorexia. I'm going to have to go with this one specific item to celebrate today. And you know something? I have beaten anorexia. Today is National Dessert Day. Yes, indeed. I I like that one. What do you think? Is that a a good one for you guys? Yeah, so we'll stick with National Dessert Day. What are the markets doing today? Well, we were up a little bit early in the day in the markets. But right now, uh, it's not looking quite as good. The Dow Jones Industrial Average now down 97 points. What does that mean for you? What does that mean for your family? The S&P 500 is down 14 points. NASDAQ down 68 points. Oil up 70 cents a barrel. Do we want to know? Okay, $2.18 is the national average of a gallon of gasoline. Down a tenth of a penny. Right here in Calisuela, we are still sticking at $3.20.3. $3.20.3 $3. 3 if you want a decent price on gasoline. Yeah, you got to go to Mississippi at $1.85.7. Yes, we are still the number two priced gasoline in the country. Number one on the mainland. Hawaii is a little bit more than we are. But you know something? I don't think they produce nearly as much gasoline in Hawaii as we do here in Kalisuela. But uh, we get to keep on voting for those people that like high taxes. I did see... An interesting billboard. It's in Los Angeles. This first one, I've, I've, I didn't go to Los Angeles. No, I don't go to the city at all if I can ever help it. But I did see a photo and it's a big billboard. It says, California, have you had enough? Vote Republican. I, I wouldn't want to give anybody any opinions there, but you know, something. I'm just saying that we keep getting what we're getting because we keep voting for who we were voting for. And if we don't change, what's going to happen? Let's take a look at that 10-year treasury because that is what our seniors are looking at. That is what is a driving force to the mortgage-backed security bond. Remember I told you that we had to hold that 0.78? If we held that 0.78, we'd be in good shape on our mortgage interest rates. Well, yeah, we did hold that line, and now we're down comfortably below that at 0.711. That's a good number for us, but now we've got some support below there. And I don't know that we're going to see a lot of drop further in interest rates. In fact, when I talk to you in the mortgage minute in a few minutes, uh, there might be a increase in interest rates coming, but we'll talk about that one. What else is going on in the world today? You know, so, Do you have young kids? I just throw that out there. Do you have young kids? I, I saw this come out this morning and I just had to chuckle because we, we, I, you wonder sometimes where the brains are in the elected officials and some of these other, maybe they're not elected officials, but people that come out and give us guidelines. So I saw this this morning. It came out from Dr. Mark Galley giving guidelines for celebrating Halloween. I, 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 I'm not making this stuff up. Now, my kids are not young anymore, but I know when my kids were younger and we went out celebrating Halloween, I have friends and, and others that do have young kids. Here's the idea of what they come out with for the a go do Halloween during a pandemic. Enjoy a Halloween themed art installation at an outdoor museum. Really? That's what they're saying that you, the kids are gonna want to do for Halloween is go to an outdoor museum? Right? Do you think they're gonna give them candy there or something? Give treats at home only to those in your household. Is that treats or is it just what they get all the time? Prepare a Halloween basket for your children, a Halloween hunt in your backyard. I'm not making this stuff up, but these are the items that they're coming up and telling us that we should be doing with our kids for Halloween. Younger, you know, they wanted to go out trick-or-treating. It was, you know, as soon as the sun went down or, or, you know, because it was right after the time change in the most part. Right, So as soon as the sun sort of went down, I mean, they're chomping at the bit from the time they got home from school till, you know, we could go. Now, I, I'm old, so my kids are a little bit older. We actually did let them go out on their own sometimes. My nieces, no, we didn't let them go out. We went walking with them, right? But the whole idea was is to a museum? Really? I, I can't imagine. I, I don't know. I want, let me know. Tell me and put it in the chat if you're uh, if you're watching us on TV. Just put that in there and let me know if your kids want to go to an art museum for Halloween. I, Yeah, maybe maybe I'm just old. I am old. I mean, that's, that's a given. Let's see what else is going on in the market today, what's going on in the world today. Did you watch any of the speeches yesterday? Now, I call it a Senate hearing. Now, I'd like to figure this out. The Senate, some of them actually went to work, right? Now... I found one of the senators, and I only could stomach a little bit of it. I had it on in the background, had a lot of meetings yesterday, our private clients helping them out. But one of the senators made a great point in the Senate confirmation hearings of Judge Barrett. His comment was, I consider the United States Senate essential, and essential workers across the country are showing up for work. Now, most of the Senate, they don't, I guess they don't figure that they're essential workers because most of them aren't showing up for work. But the issue is, is that essential workers, they're supposed to be there. I noticed that many of them did not show up. Now, they, they say that this is a major issue, that they're very, very concerned about Amy Coney Barrett's personal life, her personal opinions, the fact that almost everybody that has ever come in contact with her is endorsing her. The fact that the Main Street media is lying to you, does that surprise anybody at all?
2: Surprise, surprise, surprise.
1: So the headline, 80 faculty members or 80 members of, of, of the faculty at Notre Dame are saying that this nomination is being rushed. They neglect to say none of them are in, any longer teaching law at the University of Notre Dame most of them are not even current faculty members they're past faculty members but that's the headlines they don't want to tell you that part of it in the 10 hours of hearings yesterday one of the i guess each senator gets a half hour for supposedly questioning the candidate one democrat candidate one democrat senator used the entire half hour to give a speech can you say boring boys and girls i wouldn't want to sit there listen and man and Judge Barrett sat there and, and listened. Then I then one of the other other questioners came up with a brilliant question. I, I love this one. Now we watch and the senator from Hawaii, I mean, she's a total loon, right? You're asking a judge for the uh, for, uh, a circuit court judge or an appellate judge if she's ever been accused of sexual harassment. Don't you think that's been asked many times, or background searches have been done? But I guess that was what she felt was the most important thing to ask during her half hour. But and she wouldn't even look the judge in the eye when she asked the question. That's what really gets me. Won't look the judge in the eye. But one of the one of the other questioners that asks the judge, you know, we've been watching all of these people reading their notes, right? They have to sit there. They they're questioning. They're on stage for a half hour and they're reading to the judge. The judge sits there patiently and answers every single question. One of them says. Judge, can you tell me what's on the pad in front of you? And she picks it up, and it's a blank pad, and I think all it had was the heading of the United States Senate. Nothing on there. Ten hours this lady is sitting there, brilliant, brilliant lady, answering questions about cases and everything else. Fascinated me just watching this whole thing, but eh, you got to watch out for these things. it's, It's going on right now. I'll tell you if anything happens that's important, there won't be. But we'll keep monitoring that for you. You're listening to Ron Siegel Radio discussing your real estate current events and the financial markets. When we come back, the number one reason not to wait to list your house, we're gonna talk about some people think there might be an upcoming wave of foreclosures in real estate. Uh, We'll see what our guest has to say about that. And yes, of course, we've got our featured home that's brought to you by mysocalender.com, all that and more. You can reach me anytime, our off-air number. 800-306-1990, 800-306-1990, 800-306-1990, 800-306-1990, or Connect with us, facebook.com forward slash Radio on Twitter at Ron Siegel. And if you miss any part of our broadcast, shame on you. But the replay is available, Ron Siegel 1 on YouTube. Ron Siegel, the numeral 1 on YouTube. Stay tuned. We'll be back in just a few.
3: Real Estate Radio is hosted by local real estate and finance expert, Ron Siegel. The purpose of this show is to help consumers understand what's really going on in our local real estate market. We're teaching you the why and the how-to, so you'll always be one step ahead of everyone else. Whether you need to sell your home for top dollar, refinance and save money, or even buy a bargain in Southern California, Ron Siegel can help. Call Ron directly at 1-800-306-1990. That's 1-800-306-1990. Take advantage of speaking with Ron anytime you're entering a real estate transaction. Having someone who can answer all of your questions that truly cares about you and your family's best interest is priceless. Call Ron Siegel today, and you'll be glad you did. 1-800-306-1990. That's 1-800-306-1990. Or you can visit realestateradiowithron.com for more info.
4: Blue Water Credit Repair is the industry leader in fixing bad credit. Did you know a 40-point increase in your credit score can save you $40,000 on a home loan and $4,000 on a car loan? You deserve good credit and peace of mind. Take the first step today and go to BlueWaterCredit.com and register for a free consultation from one of their credit repair experts. That's BlueWaterCredit.com.
1: Dreaming of your retirement does not include losing your house. However, due to today's lower stock market, higher medical bills and taxes, many retirees face this very problem. This is why it is necessary that you, as a baby boomer, considering retirement within the next 10 years, understand reverse mortgages and what one could do for you or your parents. A reverse mortgage could make it possible for you or your parents to travel, buy a second home, or start a new business. For more information about reverse mortgages, just call our off-air number at 1-800-306-1990. That's 1-800-306-1990 Welcome back to Ron Segal Radio. Within every market, there are solutions as well as tremendous opportunities. You just need some trusted guidance. That is my message, and I will be delivering this every day on Ron Segal Radio or at 800-306-1990, 800-306-1990. The Mortgage Minute today being brought to you by our friends at Gold Star Mortgage. When you're ready for that next mortgage, Gold Star, they've got the programs, they've got the products, you've got the phone, make the call. 800-306-1990. Dow Jones now down 196 points. NASDAQ down 123. S&P 500 down 18.68. 10-year Treasury. That one there is down two points on the rate, on the interest rate, on the yield. And the mortgage-backed securities, those are up six basis points, means interest rates on those mortgage-backed securities down just a little bit. All that information, as I tell you every day, is available readily on that super-secret website, google.com. The reason you want to listen to Ron Siegel Radio on a daily basis is I'm going to tell you why all that happens, why is it happening, what's driving it. Now, the Mortgage Bankers Association, they released their mortgage application data for last week, showing that overall application volume was down 0.7% from the previous week. Refinances were essentially flat, down 0.3% last week, but are 44% higher year-over-year. Year. Purchase volume was down 1.6% last week, but is still 24% higher than last year. Interest rates increased slightly. They went from 3.01 to 3.0. That is the Mortgage Back- Bankers Association number, and you have to pay nine-tenths of one point to get that rate. Remember... The NBA rate is for last week, always includes a fraction, right? So I'm sorry, it's 9.9 less than what it was last year. You had to pay a th- uh, 0.32 to get it right now. The refinance share of mortgage activity increased slightly to 65.6% of all loans, up from 65.4. But here's the biggie. The producer price index for the month of September was released showing that headline producer infl- inflation increased 0.4%, which was double market expectations. On a year-over-year basis, headline PPI increased from negative 0.2 to 0.4. Core rate, which strips out food and energy, was also up 0.4, increased from 0.6 to 1.2 year-over-year. Although the PPI report does not get much respect, yes, the Rodney Dangerfield of these, these reports, it is hard to ignore the significant increase in wholesale inflation. Still basically really low, but it is there anyway. So we'll give you all that information, let you know why it's happening. That is the Mortgage Minute, brought to you by our friends at Gold Star Mortgage. When you're ready for that next loan, Gold Star, they've got the programs and the products. Again, all you need to do is make the call. Talking this morning, we're going to chat with our friend Lucas Smith is in the house. First time on Ron Single Radio. Welcome. Thank you. Glad to have you with us. So you're a, a... Real estate professional, North Orange County, predominantly, Inland Empire? Yep,
5: yep, North Orange County, Inland Empire.
1: So is is there any houses selling?
5: Uh, Yes,
1: (laughs) lots. Lots of, you know, I I keep hearing folks, you know, we we look at all these numbers, and one of the things that just fascinates me is how the, the numbers continue to show better than last year when every number I talk about or every number I see shows that there's not a whole lot of inventory to sell. Are you seeing in the markets you carry cover? Is the inventory down or there's still a lot of people looking to sell a house?
5: So inventory is down year over year. I believe it's about 30%, but sales are up by about 50% year over year from last year.
1: That's a fascinating number. So if sales are up, that means demand is up. Uh Inventory is down. That means supply is down. That should mean that prices are up.
5: Prices Prices are up, skyrocketing.
1: So that's an interesting comment, because how do you how do you square that, Lucas, with the idea that I hear I hear constantly people say, well, I'm going to wait for the market to crash, right? Because a lot of and, you know, I have some millennials that come on the broadcast and it's a fair comment, right? Because the millennials only know about one recession and that recession was a housing recession, right? So their point of reference, if they don't study history, which I don't think the schools teach anymore. Right? So if they don't study history, they know of one recession. That recession saw real estate drop 30 or 40%. They hear that we're in a recession now or coming out of a recession. They're waiting for that same thing to happen. Do you forecast that happening?
5: I don't see that happening at all. Why? Well, that's a great question. So we have to look at the reasons why that recession happened, right? Okay. And, and that recession was due to, to lending practices and the qualification of your base borrower right? So as COVID hit, we saw the qualification level for a borrower go up. You had to be more qualified to buy a home. So people who are buying a home in this era are more qualified than ever before to afford that home. Okay. So while we've seen a decrease in service industry jobs and jobs like that, people who are essential and people who have good jobs, i.e. can afford to buy a home, sure, are actually making more money, right? They're doing better and they're taking advantage of these great rates. They see it as a great time to buy a home.
1: Makes a lot of sense. I mean, why would you want to be, be leasing a home or renting a home? And I, and I know that that the rates have dropped on a national number on on rental in the last few months. It's that That's going to change. But the last few months, because we, uh, the landlords haven't wanted to see anybody moving right now. They're afraid of what's going on in the marketplace also. So Rents have dropped. We know that from the from the surveys. But if you have an opportunity to buy, we did a, a if you have, didn't catch us yesterday, we actually did an analysis of, of a cost of waiting, what that does to your purchasing power. But you're seeing a lot of people that are actually, are they, are they wanting to move? Now, here's another comment that I, I hear, but you know, I do a little radio. We don't have a lot of face to face on radio. I get to talk to you every day, but I don't hear, you know, I get some people yelling at me, but not a lot. Right. So the, are you seeing people wanting to move out of the, 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 the high-rise condo or the, the densely populated condo communities into more suburban or rural living? Or are they still wanting to go into like the Platinum Triangle area over there?
5: Well, yeah, the majority of people we see want to stay here in the North Orange County area. But you talk about national rent levels, and I think that's a common thing where people talk about what's happening on a national scale versus what's really happening here on a local scale right? So your rent average here in the North Orange County area for a three-bedroom home is somewhere $3,500-ish, $3,000 a month, Okay, right? Your mortgage on that same home on a 20% down is going to be about the same. So people are seeing why am I, and I get this all the time, why am I paying for that guy's house when I could pay the same amount and own a home?
1: And that's a good point. And I'm a a big, big proponent. You know, I've got uh, my... I have two boys there, fact I've three boys, but two of them uh, might be in the, in the real estate, you know, buying, looking to write, buy real estate soon. And I'm, I'm promoting the same idea is, you know, as a parent, I can actually say, you know something, let's buy a house, right? If you can find a $400,000 house and you can put three and a half or 3% down, right? You're looking at a, a $12,000 down payment, give or take, right? and, and. It's an affordable for you know, especially two income household. It's an affordable mortgage payment and it forces them to save money. Right. Right. That's the big issue right there is a lot of people aren't saving for it. Now you mentioned you referenced a 20% down payment and we obviously know that you don't need 20% to, to buy your first home, but that then allows you to get in the game.
5: Right. And, and that's what the entry level is for most people. I mean, I know that's where my wife and I started. We did a three and a half percent down, bought our first home. Got some equity, transition that equity into into our home that we own now, um, and, and we're able to move up in that fashion. And that's a common thing for a lot of buyers out there.
1: It's amazing how many people you know they 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 don't realize what you just said, Lucas, because they're they're looking at the concept of starting at the finish line instead of starting at the starting line, right? And what I mean by that is, I hear it all the time, and you tell me because you're out there talking to people on the on the real estate side. They're, they're looking at getting a two-bedroom condo, maybe because they're, it's a newlyweds, and you know they need a two-bedroom condo. They're work One's working at home, and they need a bedroom for an office and a bedroom to work out of. Say, well, why don't you buy a house? And they start looking at four-bedroom houses with a pool and a white picket fence.
5: God, don't we all want that? Right. Right. But start where you're going to start. And it's a process. I tell people this all the time. You know, when we're out making an offer on a property or we're looking at a property and they're like, well, what's going to happen at this part of the process? And I'm like, look, we have to open escrow before we get there. We have to go step by step through the process. And likewise, with buying a home, you have to start where you're going to start and realize that you're in a process and it's going to be a step by step.
1: Right. So, so. As you said, in your situation, right? You bought a house, you and your wife bought a house, a, a starter home, right? It can become comparable to what you might be renting, and then you move it up. And what is the number? i don't I don't even know if if there is a average. How many homes does the average family own? over the course of what is it like every seven years they're moving. so I think
5: it's three somewhere in three to five, three to five it, homes it used to be seven to twelve years people move. But as we look at the national data, it's more like 12 to 20 years that people move as home prices go up.
1: And, and you have to realize, because uh, a lot of the numbers, when you, hear, when you hear national numbers, there is something that's extremely misleading in the national numbers when you compare them to Orange County. I have a friend of mine that said that he has, he was owned a business or owns a business in Ohio. And he said, Ron, you have to understand that in Ohio, if you buy a house for $180,000 10 years later, you're going to sell it for $180,000 if you're lucky. That's not the way it works in Southern California. This is an investment here. And your real estate professional needs to be guiding you on how the investment side of that works, as well as your living situation. You're listening to Ron Siegel Radio, discussing your real estate current events and the financial markets. When we come back, the number one reason not to wait to list your house for sale. We're gonna talk about that. And we've got our featured home brought to you by mysocallender.com. All that and more, you can reach me anytime. Our offer number, 800-306-1990 or ronsegalradio.com. Connect with us, facebook.com forward slash Radio on Twitter at Ron Siegel. And if you miss any part of our broadcast, Ron Siegel 1 on YouTube. Ron Siegel, the numeral 1 on YouTube. Stay tuned. We'll be back in just a few. Hi, we're here with Ron Siegel, the host of Real Estate Radio. you're experiencing a loan modification, short sale, foreclosure. There are a lot of things going on in this marketplace. How can people get a hold of you? Real easy. All you have to do is call. The number is 1 800 306 1990, press option one. Interesting times in the market right now. Where do you think the markets are going from here? That's a great question. All I can say is this. Text S L T Home Digest S L T Home Digest to seven nine five six four. Find your dream home before someone else does. The digest it's going to tell you exactly what the county recorder knows about your property, what the market thinks about your property, and as always, from your friends at Ron Segal Radio, it's free to you. Number one reason not to wait to list your house for sale. Many industries have been devastated by the economic shutdown caused by the COVID nineteen virus. Real estate is not one of them. Mark Fleming, chief economist for First American, just reported, and I quote, since hitting a low point during the initial stages of the pandemic, the only major industry to display immunity to the economic impacts of the coronavirus is the housing market. Housing has experienced a strong V-shaped recovery and is now exceeding pre-pandemic limits on uh, levels, unquote. Buyer demand is still strong heading into the fall showing time, which tracks the average number of buyer showings on residential properties. Just announced the buyer showings are up 61.9% compared to the same time last year. They wanted to say, normally, real estate activity begins to slow down in the late summer, but this year it peaked in July, August, and into September, unquote. There is one big challenge. Purchaser demand is so high, the market is running out of available homes for sale. Just last week, realtor.com reported since the beginning of the COVID pandemic in March, nearly 400,000 fewer homes have been listed compared to last year, leaving a gaping hole in the U.S. housing inventory. National Association of Realtors revealed that while home sales are skyrocketing, the inventory of existing homes for sale is dropping dramatically. We've got on the screen a graph. If you're watching us on Radio.tv or the AM 1490 ABC News and Talk video feed, you can see a graph of existing inventory. September's not, M numbers are not available. So we showed May 1.36 million existing homes, June 1.34, July 1. 1.3, August 1.27. Home builders are increasing construction, but they can't keep up with the high demand. Bill McRide, founder of the Calculated Risk blog, In discussing inventory of newly constructed houses, notes, quote, the months of supply decreased to 3.3 months. This is all the all-time record low months supply. What does it mean? Anyone thinking of putting their home on the market should not wait. A seller will always negotiate the best deal when demand is high and supply is limited. That's exactly the situation in the real estate market today. Next year, when the pandemic is hopefully behind us, there will be many more properties coming to the market. Don't wait for that increase in competition in your neighborhood. Now is the time to sell. If you have an interest in selling, give me a call at 800-306-1990. No, I don't sell real estate. You know that. But I do know the people that do. One of them is sitting in the studio with us right now. Lucas Smith is here with us, the Lucas Smith and Smith team. Better say it right because the boss might get mad if I say that the wrong way. Yeah, man,
5: don't get us in
1: trouble. <laughs> I'll blame you. I, I got broad shoulders. I'm married thirty <laughs> some years, so I, I I understand how that gets. You better you better get the right person on the uh, on the headline there, right? So tell me, what do you think uh, the report on uh, waiting is? Do you think that somebody who has an interest and in, says contemplating, you know, do I want to wait now? Do I want to wait till spring? What should I do?
5: Well, Ron, I believe firmly. That if you hate money, you should wait.
1: If I hate money, I should wait. Okay. Well, my wife loves it. So
5: <laughs> I, I'm married as well, right? And we find it a necessity in our house. Um, if you if you really want to take advantage of the peak demand. And when I say peak demand, we are seeing out in the industry prices that are house that houses that are priced right, that are priced correctly, when you pull up to show one of those properties, there's literally a line of people waiting to get in.
1: So speak speak about that part of it, Lucas, because that's something that I think a lot of people are fearful of. There's a line of people to get in. It used to be, you know, everybody just went in. So why would you have a line of people to get in? Is that, is that all got to do with the, the COVID processes? all
5: has to do with the COVID processes and our COVID safe showing instructions, which allows a limited number of people in the property or at, at one time.
1: So explain how the, what the COVID protocols are, because a lot of people say, I don't want to go see somebody's house, or I don't want somebody to come see my house.
5: So the COVID pro- protocols, um, first, there's a disclosure. The disclosure simply acknowledges that we, uh, we know that COVID is out there. Okay. We're agreeing to take all necessary precautions, and we're agreeing that nobody that's seeing the home is sick. Everybody who's entering the home has to sign that. Okay. Right? So you know that anybody entering your home has acknowledged that they're not sick, and they're agreeing to take all precautions. Um, precautions include gloves, masks, shoe booties. Any precautions you, as a seller, wish your agent to to enforce, will be enforced. Um, social distancing protocols are in place. Only one group, and it, oftentimes the number in that group is limited to less than four people at a time, are allowed in the home at a single time.
1: Okay. So that's what's that's what's crea- that's what's causing the lines outside. That's what's
5: causing the lines outside, right. You get groups of people waiting in different shady areas because it's hot out there.
1: right. <laughs> so the so the whole focus is so so from a marketer's standpoint, I'm not speaking from the realtor standpoint, but from a marketers standpoint, if I'm selling a house and I have a, a line of people outside, it's going to be more compelling for those that are seeing it or interested, thinking you know. So I'm, I'm going to have to make an aggressive purchase offer.
5: As a listing agent, I'm doing a happy dance every time I have that at one of my listings. Right? I'm I, I'm aggressively pushing that, um, and often limiting the allow the t- amount of time that people are allowed to come and see the property in order to facilitate that and create that demand. We all know, right? As parents, right? When when you have a child, you can have a toy sitting in the middle of the hall for two weeks. And as soon as one child picks it up, the other one screams, that's my toy.
1: <laughs> there you go. Okay. Right?
5: Sure. Same principle. This okay. is a universal principle, Ron. Right? Sure. Yeah. And as soon as somebody sees that one person wants the house, they start screaming, that's my house.
1: So explain that a little bit as to what happens when that when you have that that mass desire for the same property.
5: Well, it drives prices up. And if you have a savvy agent representing the buyer, that savvy agent will call a listing agent like myself and say, hey, what do we have to do in order to to secure this property?
1: See, that's that's the thing right there. A lot of people don't realize when they're talking about, you know, I can go online and do it or I can use uh, one of these uh, uh, goofy cut rate dealers or something. They don't have that relationship that you're talking about.
5: Ron, if you want to sell a house right now, you could hire one of those guys from the fast food joint with a spinny sign on the corner and sell your house. It's a question of do you want to sell your house or do you want to sell your house for the highest possible gain?
1: And there's a there's a big
5: difference—tens of thousands of dollars, right? We talked about yeah. I like money,
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, and, and the whole concept there. So, so, and then not only that part—the thing that 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 confuses many is what happens from the time you get that initial contract, which in many instances is written incorrectly by people that don't know what they're doing, right? Or you go, or you go to someone like Lucas who knows what they're doing and you get the contract written right the first time. But what happens from contract to close? Right? There's a lot of issues that are going on there. If you've got a lot of offers on a property, if you, if you just went through a bidding war on a property, what does that do to the request for repairs?
5: So that's a great question. And, and the simple fact is, is the more offers that your agent is able to generate for you, the stronger negotiation, negotiating position it puts you in as a seller. And as a seller of a property, you have a very small window where you have that, you're in the catbird seat, as I call it, right? Sure. You're in that strongest negotiating position. And that small window occurs when you have multiple offers on the table and when you're negotiating multiple buyers against each other.
1: Great, great thoughts right there. And I can tell you this. I just uh, consulted with a friend of mine. Again, I am not a real estate agent, but I do have friends. Some people call me a friend. And I do give them guidance. And there's something that's done a little bit differently in Northern California. You don't hear about it too much in Southern California. But the sellers in some instances, in many instances in Northern California, the seller will go in and and hire a home inspector and have an inspection done prior to listing the property or right as they list the property. That way they can go with the multiple buyers and say, here's the home inspection that's already been done. I will do nothing.
5: That's something we do on every one of our listings. Do you really? We do a pre-sale inspection, right? And I tell the sellers, it, it depends on who you want negotiating those repairs. Do you want to do the inspection, do the repairs ahead of time, hand the buyers a list and say, here's the repairs we've done? Or do you want to leave that up to the buyers to decide what they want? Because I promise you, when they ask for that repair, they're going to double or triple the dollar value, and they're not going to have a realistic expectation, and it's going to sour your deal.
1: Interesting. And so, so Lucas is already doing something that that I, I think is brilliant. I mean, I I talked to not that I'm going to say well, Lucas is brilliant because I don't want him to get oh, too too excited here, but <laughs> but the whole idea here is is there's not a lot of people that are doing that, and it's a great to me. It's a brilliant idea because you're setting up expectations once you take the unknown and make it a known quantifiable event then it becomes an issue if somebody comes in and says well you didn't do this you can say well hey i had it inspected already a a independent third party already told us that that's in good shape this is what i'm selling if you don't want it now let's go to go to buyer two
5: well and you have to play a little bit on human nature ron okay right so if you hand somebody a completed inspection report and a completed list of repairs. The likelihood of that buyer wanting to pay out of pocket for a second inspection report to get the exact same list of repairs that you've already said I've done is very minimal. Again, it's about controlling the transaction and, and maximizing the effect for your sellers.
1: Yeah, that's great information, right? Because if somebody, if you already had it done, can you imagine somebody saying, well, you already had it done, but I want to spend another three, four, five, six hundred dollars $600 on my own. I, I I just like spending money. It doesn't happen that way. You're listening to Ron Siegel Radio discussing your real estate current events and the financial markets. When we come back, we've got that featured home from mysocalender.com. You can reach me anytime. Our offer number, 800 306 1990 800 306 1990 or ronsiegelradio.com. Connect with us. Facebook.com forward slash Radio on Twitter at ronsiegel. And if you miss any part of our broadcast, Ron Siegel, one on YouTube, Ron Siegel, the number one on YouTube, stay tuned. We'll be back in just a few.
2: Is your credit score over 800? Are you living in the home of your dreams or simply where you think you can afford? Are you earning a safe, secure 10 plus percent return on your investments? If the answer to any of these questions is no, what are you doing about it? Text ATP to 79564, complete a three-minute complimentary survey, and the area-trusted professionals of Ron Siegel Radio will reach out to you to develop a success strategy for you. Again, all you need to do is text ATP to 79564. Do you have a goal of mortgage-free home ownership? What if your home was valued at
0: $500,000? Are you aware that a free and clear home could be costing you $2,500 every month, $30,000 per year? The mortgage planners at the Siegel Lending Team would like to show you how you can own your home, generate tax-free income, and accumulate family wealth. You simply need to call Ron Siegel at 1-800-306-1990. That's one 800 3-0-6-1990 By sending the team a copy of your most recent mortgage statement, the team will send you a no-obligation mortgage adoption plan. You be the judge if it's right for your family. Again, all you have to do is send the team a copy of your mortgage statement by email to map at ronsiegelradio.com or call today, Ron Siegel. 1-800-306-1990. That's 1-800-306-1990. Rate subject to change without notice licensed by the California Department of Corporation and MLS 217037 and DECAL number 01869452.
5: That their client deserves in a, a fashion that that everybody expects when they hire an agent, but not necessarily everybody gets.
1: Yeah, that's a fascinating part of it, right? Because so here's the thing that I I I wonder about because so many people think you know everybody's against everybody, every realtor hates the uh, the next realtor, and that's really not the case. Right. I mean, you're, you may be competing during the day, but no one wants anybody to be hurt physically. Right. There's a lot of safety precautions. But the fact of the matter is, is just like any other industry, realtors will go out and they socialize and they go to different industry events and they develop relationships. And I'm going to throw it out there to you. Tell me your thought, Lucas. There's some times that people will go and, you'll do a transaction and you've got two parties that have come up with relatively similar offers and you may go with the person that you've got experience with or relationship with. Is that, does that ever happen? Well, absolutely. Absolutely. You know,
5: one of the terms, one of the things that I always focus on when I talk to another agent, is I talk about creating a win, win, win situation. So I'm talking about creating a win for the sellers, a win for the buyers and a win for the agents. I want to win, win, win for all of us. And and while the perception, like you said, is there's an adversarial relationship, um, really, if you can create a win, win, win situation for everybody, it, it really creates what we, what we would consider a best case scenario.
1: Yeah, I like that idea because the, that, that whole idea there is everybody becomes happy then. Yeah. Right? Because if you're looking at it, oh, I got him this time. Right. What's going to happen? Now you, you in this situation have to be, I don't know the words, more cautious. Not that's that's really not the right word, because I have run into this situation is you have to look at transactions, say, you know something? I'm not going to bring a buyer or a seller that is a complete lunatic to the table because it's your reputation.
5: Right. 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 I'm always going to operate from a place of integrity and honesty and, and go forth from there. Um, I always want to work with somebody who purports themselves as, as a professional, no matter what side of the transaction they're on, who knows how to do their paperwork, and who communicates openly and honestly.
1: Yeah, that's a big issue because there's no secrets in, in anything anymore. right? There's I mean, not. Between the internet and and the different background issues. I mean, I've had people sometimes come to me and they say, well, I've never owned real estate before. And then you do a background search and it says, well, yes, you did. Right. Or I don't own any rental properties. Well, and, and sometimes it's even done, uh, it's, not, it's been, not being done maliciously. They're thinking that because I lead a lending team, all I care about is loans and they own a property free and clear, and never tell me about it. Right. But they actually own something. So you want to make sure that you're the, when you hire a real estate professional, whether you're buying, selling, Hire a lender that's going to help you work, find it, the right strategy, because as I've told you many, many times, strategy beats rate always, right? So when you're looking for all those different issues, be up front and forthright with those professionals. How can how can Lucas do the best possible job for you if he's going to get a bunch of surprises down the road that you can't anticipate?
5: Right. And you know the best clients that I work with, Ron, are people who come with a list of questions, right? They've prepared, they've done their homework. They've researched us, right? I tell people before I go to meet with you, Google me, look at my Zillow reviews, right? Read what other people have to say about the service that we've provided, please. Sure. Please, 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 before we walk in the door.
1: Well, that, that uh, basically that takes care of one question mark, because if you're selling a house, if you're buying a house, probably going to be for like 99% of the people, the largest transaction you ever do in your life. Right. So don't you want to know who you're working with?
2: Yeah.
5: Yeah. And uh, like you say, it's a lot of money, right? Largest yeah. transaction you're going to do in your life. Um, barrier for entry to get into the business is, I mean, people do it themselves, right? right? There's for sale by owners,
1: right? <laughs> yeah. It, well, well, that one there is, that's always my my fascination. Yes, I am a little bit warped, but it takes 18 months to get a license to cut hair. I don't have much of it. And three months to get a license to sell real estate. Right. So the barrier to entry, unfortunately, and the industry, they like to, I think the DRE, the, the Department of Real Estate likes to just collect dues. They like to collect those licensing fees as opposed to making it more challenging for somebody to get a license to help somebody spend a half a million dollars.
5: Right. Well, I do. a haircut by owner. Okay. <laughs> right? But real estate, I always recommend you hire a professional. Hire somebody who you know can do the job and who has the credentials to back that up.
1: And I'm going to share with you, there's a lot of different things. Many people don't know. We don't know what we don't know, right? That's my famous line, my favorite line. We don't know what we don't know. I'm going to tell you right now that I do know the, the credentials that are important for a professional real estate. How many transactions have you done in the last year? If you're a listing agent, what's your days on the market? What is your percentage of, of sale price to list price? These are just something. Would you have thought of those questions? Right. So that's why I tell you all the time: if you're thinking about buying or selling real estate, call me. I'll put you in touch with a great agent like Lucas here. Anywhere in the sound of my voice, I know agents. I've talked to them. I talk to agents all day, every day. So I'm happy to give you that information. It costs you absolutely nothing when you're chatting with your friends here at Ron Siegel Radio. Great, great information here. I really appreciate you coming in.
5: Well, thank you, Ron. I appreciate you having me. We'll
1: have to have you do it again someday. And as always, I ask, set that first radio preset button to come back here and join Ron Siegel Radio, where we only speak about items affecting your house and your bank account. Thanks to all of our sponsors. A big thanks to John and Sean, who are engineering us today. And of course, a special thanks to you for spending a little bit of your day with us. That's all for Ron Siegel Radio. Again, if you have any questions or to meet any of our guests, call me anytime. And remember my motto, make a lot of money so you can help a lot of people and have a lot of fun. Have a great day. We will talk to you next time on Ron Siegel Radio.